I love this song. I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunshine across the area today, high temperature readings will stay up into the mid-50s in the Billings area at around 40 over in Bozeman, with increasing clouds later in the day as well. For tonight, we'll see areas of light snow with 3 to 7 inches expected in Bozeman, with accumulations around 2 inches in the Billings vicinity. Low temperatures stay back to around 18 degrees in Bozeman, with low temperatures to about the upper 20s in Billings. Now we'll still see some areas of light snow on Tuesday, with one to three inches additionally around the region. Highs range from the mid-20s in the Bozeman area to the upper 20s in Billings. Then we head into Tuesday night with partly cloudy skies developing after some areas of light snow taper off through the evening. Lows of three above in Bozeman to around 10 into Billings. And that's a look at your real weather on Montana Talks. I'm weatherology meteorologist Paul Frombley. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let me tell you some of what I have gathered here over the weekend. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte says the object that was shot down over Lake Huron is the same object that was spotted over Haver, Montana, and led U.S. authorities to shut down the airspace briefly on Saturday. Uh, Governor Gianforte uh, said this via Facebook yesterday afternoon, and after I spotted uh, his comments, I I quickly got a story up on our Montana Talks website. Uh, This afternoon, I learned the object identified in Montana airspace last night has been brought down over Lake Huron. Thank you to our servicemen and women who responded to protect our homeland. According to the Daily Caller, Fox News, and other sources that I shared Saturday night via Twitter, the Federal Aviation Administration briefly shut down airspace over Haver, Montana, for military operations around 7.30 p.m. Saturday night. NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, released a statement saying that a Radar anomaly was detected, but that responding aircraft did not identify any object to correlate the radar hits. Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale from the Eastern District of Congress sent out a statement earlier Sunday morning, uh, or yeah, Sunday morning, noting that he had been advised by it by the DoD that the object was not an anomaly. Now, Montana Senator Steve Daines tore into the Biden administration following the weekend's events in Canada, Montana, and Michigan. Because uh, for those of you who've been tracking this story at the national level, this is now the the fourth object here uh, in in the past couple of weeks that has basically been shot down in the skies over the United States or Canada. Uh, so th- this is now the, the fourth object. Obviously, the, this first got on our radars and your radar when uh, the, uh, the China spy balloon was uh, first spotted hovering over Billings, Montana. And then that's what got this into the national news, which, of course, begs the question, had it not been for our uh, radio friends, uh, for, for our team here at our radio stations that, that first did these stories, had it not been for Larry Mayer from the Billings Gazette, that first did some of these stories 
had had we all not uh, shared this story, would any of this ever have been made public whatsoever? I think another interesting question is is uh, are they now? Uh, you know, did they go from from where they weren't telling the public about any of this stuff to now uh, they know that 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 the public is on heightened alert? So now, anytime they spot anything that they think might might be a little off. Uh, they're immediately uh, now jumping on it, and then there's some level of, of notification here. But anyway, what, what Senator Steve Daines had to say was this, particularly went after the Biden administration uh, and their lack of communication. Senator Steve Daines saying, quote, the lack of communication from the Biden administration regarding the closing of Montana airspace last night. Uh, this was a statement that was released Sunday. And the recent shootdowns that took place over Alaska and Canada is unacceptable. The top priority of the administration should be the safety and security of the people of the United States and keeping the American people informed is a key part of fulfilling that duty. President Biden owes Montanans and the country an immediate and full explanation. Without information, the public and the media are left to rely on leaks speculation and worst of all disinformation from foreign governments that's what uh, montana senator steve danes had to say in a statement yesterday uh uh let's see uh uh additional uh reactions here i put together a whole compilation on our montana talks website of the various national news stories over the weekend responses from uh from uh state of wave if we shot the first one down promptly. So the point that the Congressman Zinke is making here is because of the Biden administration's weak response to the first spy balloon, they may be, uh, they, that, that may have been what, what opened up the skies for these additional objects to be sent over. Uh, let's see. I've got the statement from NORAD on our website as well. Uh, and then some of the initial reporting from Fox News and from the Daily Caller. For those of you who, uh, who uh, had a busy weekend or were watching the Super Bowl, uh, what have you, uh, you can find the full roll-up on our Montana Talks website. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, uh, any Super Bowl commercials that stood out to you, I, I tell you uh, – there, I didn't. I didn't sit there glued to the TV uh, in part because I was working on this airspace uh, story right in the middle of the Super Bowl, and then uh, in second part, to be honest, I really, really. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for our Chiefs fans. Our buddy George Blackard, his Kansas City Chiefs won, but it, you know what's funny is it, it was such a good game. You know, close score came down to the end. And yet, I still was like, "Man, eh, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not that excited by the NFL anymore after all the, the political shenanigans uh, that they've been pulling on the American people." But whatever, it was a good game. Uh, the, uh, I thought, I thought one of the best commercials of the night though was actually, was actually Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld uh, from Fox News. They, they did a, uh, a commercial for the Gutfeld show, and it was the new king of late night. And you really got to watch it to, to get the full impact of it. The audio, uh, you know, wouldn't tell you as much. It's pretty funny to watch, though. But, but yeah, it's the new king of late late night. Uh, I sent it out via Twitter, twitter.com uh, slash Aaron Flint. And basically what they're doing is they're just straight up trolling the other uh, late night uh, comedy shows uh, that, that no longer dominate. Uh, you know, back in the day you had Johnny Carson and then Jay Leno and uh, David Letterman. And now, Greg Gutfeld is is beating every single one of those liberal late night comedy hosts uh, on TV. So, so they had some fun with that over the weekend. Uh, there was a Bush Light commercial uh, 
Some of you uh, outdoor folks would like the, the bush light commercial uh, that brought up the wolves. Anyway, uh, so maybe I'll play that one for you here after this. With your Daybreak Ag Report, you are listening to the Western Ag Network. I'm Haley Shipp. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday morning. Did you get your chicken wings in yesterday? While the Chiefs managed to surprise the talking heads calling the game ahead of time, it turns out that chicken, specifically the wings, were the real winner. So how many wings were believed to have been consumed yesterday? 1.45 billion, according to projections released ahead of the game by the National Chicken Council. That's an average of four wings per American. NCC spokesman Tom Super says it's a record figure, sparked in part by lower retail prices year over year. Chicken wing prices are actually down double digits over a year ago. And the reason is twofold. The main reason is the wings were through the roof at the height of the pandemic. Prices were at all-time highs. Demand was at all-time highs. And if you think about it, you know, what did people do, you know, during the pandemic? They ordered takeout uh, for the most part, right? We stopped going out to eat. And pizza places and wing joints, they were designed for takeout. So they really didn't have to change their business models during the pandemic like other restaurants did. Let's get visual. If laid end-to-end 1.45 billion chicken wings would stretch between Kansas City's Arrowhead Stadium and Philadelphia's Lincoln Financial Field 62 times. We're excited to announce that Northwest Farm Credit Services is now AgWest Farm Credit. I'm Nate Riggers, farmer and board chair of AgWest, here to let you know the agricultural financing services we provide, our locations, and the staff you've come to know will remain the same. So our commitment to our customer members is as strong as ever. Grounded by tradition, inspired by possibility. Call or visit agwestfc.com to learn more. Equal opportunity provider and employer, equal housing lender. The foundation for a healthy life is a healthy home. Take the first step toward a better you at the Home and Health Expo, February 16th through the 18th at Metro Park. Experience interactive booths at the state's largest wellness event. Everything from health products to screenings to keep your family living at their best. Enter to win a relaxing massage chair from Slumberland Furniture. Admission is free. Welcome to the Home and Health Expo and a healthier, happier you. Up next, we're talking China. They haven't been in the headlines at all lately. Doug McCallop, the new agriculture trade boss in the U.S. Trade Representative's office, is hitting the ground running. In his first media interview since his December 23rd Senate confirmation, he said that his top priority was opening new markets for U.S. agricultural products. While he stated that he wants China to keep striving to meet U.S. farm goods purchase commitments under the 2020 Phase 1 trade deal, he told Reuters that he's also pushing to diversify exports beyond the biggest U.S. grain customer. Shifting gears to a different country, McCallop says that he has given Mexico until tomorrow to explain the science behind the country's planned ban on GMO corn imports. The response will help the agency decide the next steps to resolve the long-running disagreement over Mexico's biotechnology policies. And 200 jobs and a 60,000-square-foot facility, the world's largest and most advanced 
Vertical Farming Research Center, and it's all happening in Laramie, Wyoming. Announced by Governor Mark Gordon earlier this month, the company involved, Plenty Unlimited Inc., is dedicated to advancing the emerging technology field of indoor agriculture. Plenty has its origins in Laramie. Plans are to begin construction later this year and then open the facility in 2025. For the Western Ag Network, I'm Haley Shipp. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Let's see. I was I was I was hoping that I did a decent summary of, of saying, hey, here's what happened over the weekend. Airspace shut down temporarily over Haver, Montana, Saturday night by the FFA. Uh, not the FFA. I was at the Glendive Agri-Trader. Yeah, the FFA shut down the airspace. Those FFA kids, I tell you what, they're influential, aren't they? I'll tell you what, you you get those FFA kids and uh, they'll make it happen. No, no, the FFA kids did not uh, shut down the airspace over Haver. They could if they wanted to because those kids can do about anything, but uh, the the FAA shut down airspace over uh, over Haver on Saturday, and they said it was due to basically military well, military activities. So so NORAD had scrambled fighter jets again. It sounds like uh, to get an eye on this object uh, that was on their radar on Saturday late afternoon slash early evening. They then said that, that it was a radar anomaly that got them to investigate. But, but they couldn't identify anything at the time. And then uh, on Sunday, you had an object uh, shot down over Lake Huron. And, and then Governor, uh, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte said that, that he was told by defense officials that that object that was shot down over Lake Huron, uh, they believe, was the same object that had been spotted on radar uh, over Haver, Montana. So that's the big update. They're, they're still not saying what they think it was, what they think it wasn't, although uh, the, the general in charge of NORAD uh, did not rule anything out. And I mean anything. I uh, did not rule anything out. I'll tell you what uh, Christina Wong, who is the national security uh, correspondent for Breitbart News, uh, some of the notes that she took uh, over the weekend here in just a second. But I was looking, I was, I was wondering what would be a good summary here of of uh, the news from over the weekend. What all happened? And I thought, oh, who else could say it better, could sum up the news better than White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre? I mean, if, if anybody can, can give us the latest, greatest information, it's her, right? Why is, why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a, it, part of a, it's a, it's a, what you call a coalition, a consortium. A consortium. A and so a pact, okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that. Again, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in, in, uh, in, uh, clearly in, 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 in step with uh, Canada. We did it clearly in step with Canada. Like to thank Canada. Canada is right next to Atropia, by the way. For those of you who weren't uh, weren't tracking this here, uh, Canada, our friends in Canada. Oh man! And uh, well, we'll see. Uh, see, see, NORAD. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a consortium. It's a uh, U.S. Canada. It, it, it's uh, uh, do you even know what you're talking about? Did anybody prep you before you go on MSNBC? Uh, oh, that's right. You're the one who's supposed to be prepping the president of the United States for these types of interviews. And you weren't even prepped yourself. Don't worry, folks. Country's in good hands. We're, uh, don't worry about it. You know, no big deal here. 
Everything's fine. Just watch the Super Bowl. Watch the big red balloon float over the Super Bowl. No big deal. Nothing to see here. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The Super Bowl parade is Wednesday in Kansas City. The Chiefs down 10 points at halftime. Came back to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Harrison Butker knocked through the game-winning field goal from 27 yards out, capping one of the best Super Bowls ever. The Chiefs win at 38-35 for their second title in four years. Patrick Mahomes gets his second Super Bowl MVP to go with his two regular season MVPs at just 27 years old. Fox's Tim McMaster, the singer Rihanna, showed off a baby bump, the first known to be pregnant halftime show star. Tens of thousands of Israelis are on strike, protesting a plan to transfer power away from judges. Chants in Hebrew of shame, shame at a parliamentary committee meeting over a proposed law that divides the country. Prime Minister Netanyahu says judges are too powerful and need to be reined in. Opponents say democracy is at risk. Fox's Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News. All right, I was I was pulling your leg there, uh, but I really do seriously though. I want to give you a good summary of the weekend's news uh, because actually I think the Lake Huron uh, object was shot down Saturday night, technically uh, not not Sunday. But uh, I do want to give you a good summary of the weekend's news. I was pulling your leg with the Corinne Jean Pierre update there, and uh, and uh, uh, the the, uh, the consortium, the uh, uh, our friends in Canada, I. Uh, uh, Oh, whatever. Let's give you the report from Alexandria Hoff from uh, Fox News Radio. Yeah, we have uh, two uh, new suspected spy balloons that were shot down Friday and Saturday, the latest in a string of suspected surveillance craft seen over North American airspace. On the 9th, a new unidentified object is detected over Alaska. This past Friday, the 10th, it's shot down. The same day, another object is detected entering Canadian airspace. A senior U.S. official describes that once again as a small metallic balloon with a tethered payload. It was shot down yesterday by a U.S. F-22 fighter jet. Also yesterday, that radar anomaly causes the U.S. military to scramble fighter jets. Some airspace over Montana is closed. No objects found, and the airspace reopened. Today, bipartisan concern is being expressed about how all this information is being relayed. All right, and I now officially nominate Alexandria Hoff to be the new White House press secretary. All right, Super Bowl commercials, Super Bowl commercials. Uh, yeah, Rihanna, uh, the uh, the uh, pop singer Rihanna was the uh, halftime show. I saw complaints across the board, as expected now. And, you know, now it's, it's all about who is going to disappoint Americans the most during the Super Bowl halftime show. But, uh, yeah, she looked like a, a big red uh, uh, China spy balloon with that big, uh, big uh, you know, downed uh, red sleeping bag that she had over her on that uh, – on that platform during the Super Bowl halftime show. What were some of the best uh, Super Bowl commercials? I already told you about Greg Gutfeld, the new king of late night. I also uh, I happened to spot this Bush Light Super Bowl ad. You know those, the the, the, um, uh, the Humane Society commercials, I think it is, where Sarah McLaughlin is singing that really sad song in the background? Well, here you go. Here's part of the Bush Light uh, commercial. The Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. Three things are required in the great outdoors. Food, drink, and shelter. Hello, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. With just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Wrong shelter, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf. Head for the mountains. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
the growl in the background. I didn't even hear that one last night. I just heard it there playing it again for you. That was a, that was a good one. Uh, not sure which other ones I missed because, like you say, it was not glued uh, to the TV. Uh, by the way, was anybody else irritated that you couldn't get the Super Bowl over the air? On, on one of the local TV broadcasters, that was that was really annoying. Got another subscription that I uh, did the free trial on for a couple of weeks, and I'll cancel that one by Monday. Don't worry about that. All right, quick break here on Montana Talks. Back right after this. Uh, great message from the... This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, before we jump uh, right back into it here, uh, first, uh, how was the trip to Glendive? I tell you, you had a great trip to Glendive for the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo. After we wrapped up our show Friday morning at 10 a.m., I then uh, hopped in and, and chatted with our friend Paul Sturlogson from KXGN Radio uh, and KXGN TV, by the way, out there. Uh, they've got radio stations all across eastern Montana and into into North Dakota as well. But you know, we were we were talking just about the Gate Show in general, and and uh, caught up with some other local uh, local producers, local uh, local companies, etc. And uh, but anyway, one one thing that was uh, that was really cool. So Thursday night, get into town, of course, and uh, catch up with uh, with family and friends in, in the area. And, and I say, hey, what's what's the big story? What's going on in Glendive? You know. What are, what are people talking about? Not only what are people talking about when it comes to this Sydney Sugars uh, uh, sugar beet factory shutdown uh, that was announced, the big news that we covered last week, but what, what else is going on out here? What's what's some of the good news in particular? And uh, and anyway, they you know my uh, my cousin Paul, he works for uh, for Stockman Bank there in in Glendive, and then uh, spends a couple of days working out of the the Terry branches as well. And and he and his wife, they told me they said, hey, you got to go check out you got to go check out the bridge. They've they've lit up the bridge. And as he was telling me the story, basically. Uh, basically, back in in summer of of 2020, uh, a young lady that was killed in a car accident, only 18 years old, and just uh, and this young lady was just absolutely beloved in the community. She was uh, just known as one of the kindest kids, uh, who's nice to everybody, and so the community wanted to respond. And so anyway, they ended up raising all this money. And they ended up lighting up the bridge. Uh, they put lights on, uh, on the, basically it looks like the old railroad bridge. I guess it's a walking bridge now over the Yellowstone uh, River in Glendive. And it's uh, the way they lit this bridge, it's like something you would only see in a, in a major uh, U.S. city or, or in, in a, in a bit bigger city like, like Jacksonville, Florida is what they modeled this after. So anyway, they, in, in honor of, of this young lady, they lit up the bridge. There's two two bridges right there. There's the one that you drive over for, you know, for vehicle traffic, and then there's now this uh, the Bell Street Bridge, I believe it is, and and it's just lit up in these LED lights, multiple colors, and it really was cool to see. It's something you got to see. I've got a photo on our Montana Talks website, but but it, you've you've got to kind of drive it at night to really get the impact of it, and uh, and just to hear kind of you know how it's it's really been kind of. 
you know, a, a bright new light for the folks in Glendive, uh, you know. And, and anyway, uh, so if you go to our Montana Talks website, you'll see this headline. Love Like Justice Lights Up Glendive, Montana. And uh, I, got to, I got a chance to catch up with Angie Hagen, uh, and who was uh, Justice's mom. And uh, really, really just an incredible story and something that I don't think has even been has even been covered anywhere else yet. They literally just turned on the lights and lit up the bridge on New Year's Eve on the on uh, the New Year's Eve of 2022. So this past New Year's Eve is when they first turned on uh, the lights. But the local community just responded, wrapped their arms around this family and uh, and lit up this bridge. So pretty, pretty incredible story. And I've got the full audio of our chat with with Angie on our Montana Talks website as well. Uh, for those of you that missed the 9 o'clock hour, some of you early risers that, that may not have, have caught the full 9 o'clock hour of the show, that's when we're statewide, Glendive and elsewhere. Uh, we we were fortunate enough, Jeff Bieber made the drive down from Fairview, Montana, for, from the Sydney area. He is with the Montana Dakota Beet Growers Association, and we got his reaction to to you know not only the news of the shutdown of the sugar beet factory but also uh, some pretty interesting insight in terms of well what now what next and we threw out some of the questions that, that we had been talking about last week as well could they create a a new co-op could local farmers team up create a co-op and purchase the sugar beet factory but then as our friend lane nordland reported on friday morning right here on our show as well okay even if you can even if you get the the sugar beets from the local farmers which you know you can get those even if you get even if you buy the factory and you keep the factory open assuming you can get it open in time to meet all the you know the the permitting regulations etc if you can act fast enough to buy it okay even if you own the factory even if you got the beets can you even sell the sugar based on uh, the allotment of sugar basically the you know the way sugar is controlled in America right now is is you have to have an allotment to be able to sell sugar and so it was really interesting not only talking with Jeff Bieber but we had a, a listener who I'm, I'm assuming is very familiar with the sugar beet industry uh, down in Gillette Wyoming send me an email and luckily I caught it before we wrapped up the show Friday because I, I asked uh, I asked Jeff Bieber well you know could we change this sugar allotment who could could congress change the sugar allotment and basically he said he said yes he does believe that our congressional delegation to, could press to change the sugar allotment to allow those local farmers to be able to have a sugar allotment now it'd be a, you know what would be interesting is to find out what some of the other sugar producers would would think about that because basically right now the company that's based in in Minnesota that announced the shutdown of this sugar beet factory in Sydney, Montana. They not only owned the factory, so they would have to sell the factory, but they also own the allotment. So you would have to change the allotment. So, so even if you buy the factory, well, if you don't have the allotment, if you can't sell the sugar, then then you've basically got a, a, a plant that, that that can make stuff but can't sell anything. Uh, now, one of our somebody had a really good question here too. Where was this? I think this came in 
I think this came in on Friday. I think I must have gotten an email or something. I'll, I'll track that one down for you. But they asked a good question uh, as well. Hey, are there some farm-to-table type products that you could make? So, you know, kind of like, say, and this was their words in particular in this email, you know, think of like a wheat Montana at Three Forks where, hey, yeah, not only do you do you have the wheat, not only do you mill the wheat, right, refine it if that's the words you want to use for it, but then turn the wheat into bread and into into baking products and into flour and into to so many other things. So so not only grow it, but man, but and not only, you know, refine it if that's the words you want to use, but manufacture something out of it as well. So now you don't you don't have to just sell the raw sugar because you've you've already baked that into a new product. So that was one of the, one of the questions from from one of our uh, uh, one of our listeners after Friday's show as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe later on in the seven o'clock hour, I'll play some highlights from that conversation with Jeff Bieber from the Montana Dakota Beet Growers Association. Uh, phone lines are open for you if you want to jump in on the conversation here this morning, 406-294-0970. Uh, back to this story about the airspace closure over Haver, Montana on Saturday night. Bottom line is this, for those of you that are just getting up and rolling with us, if you missed uh, the, the opening of the 6 o'clock hour where I kind of summed up the news over the weekend, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte says the object that was shot down over Lake Huron, over the Great Lakes near Michigan, is the same object that was spotted over Haver, Montana, and led U.S. authorities to shut down the airspace briefly on Saturday. Governor Gianforte said this on Facebook. This afternoon, I learned the object identified in Montana airspace Saturday night has been brought down over Lake Huron. Thank you to our servicemen and women who responded to protect our homeland. Now, now uh, Montana Senator Steve Daines tore into the Biden administration with a statement also Sunday afternoon calling out the Biden administration for lack of communication with uh, with the American people and with uh, with uh, elected officials here in Montana as well. Because, uh, of course, a lot of people were on edge Saturday night wondering what's going on. Here we go again after the China spy balloon was first detected hovering over Montana. Now we've got uh, we had an airspace closure over Haver, Montana Saturday night. We were told that it, it was a radar anomaly that led fighter uh, aircraft to investigate. They couldn't identify anything, but then eventually they tell us that the same object was shot down over, over Lake Huron. So uh, still a lot uh, a lot of information that we don't have about this whole issue. Now, uh, the Disney family, what's the big picture? Let's, let's go with the assumption here that... Uh, that this is is the communist Chinese once again sending more uh, more spy balloons or other types of of aircraft our direction. Let's let's go with that assumption here for a second. What what is their goal? What is the big picture? What are they trying to do here? Uh, I'll tell you what the Disney family and Libby had to say right after this because they they make a really interesting point here. Uh, yeah, so we'll get to, to that and your phone calls right after this. Hey, it's now February 13th. I know a lot of you are going to be eating chocolates and uh, maybe uh, maybe some red velvet cake for uh, for Valentine's Day tomorrow. After that, if, if you're thinking, you know what, I tried to exercise all January. I tried some new fad diet online. None of it worked. None of it worked. If you want to do a program that actually works, if you're looking to lose the weight and keep the weight off, let me tell you the program that worked and continues to work for me. Talking about Billings Last Diet. We've got listeners to this radio show that have lost over 100 pounds 
on Billings Last Diet. So if you just want to shed off 10 to 15 pounds, trim it up a little bit, or if you got 100 plus to go, Billings Last Diet is the place to go. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Now, we know Joe Biden made the claim repeatedly during the campaign that he never, ever had a conversation with his son, Hunter, about his foreign business dealings. Now we have photographs with Hunter, Joe, and some of his foreign business partners. We have minutes of meetings. This has been confirmed by numerous sources, New York Post included. Uh, the Daily Mail reported that documents from the laptop appear to indicate uh, Hunter paid his father's phone bill and spent thousands of dollars on home improvement supplies and projects for his father's home in Delaware. I think we can ask the question. I don't know the answer. Number one, is that true? Number two is how much, if it is true, how much did Hunter spend on his father's expenses? Is, did the Daily Mail get that story right? The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no-obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Thompson Pools. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest, Montana-owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let me throw the headset on there real fast, trying to catch up with messages and more uh, there during uh, during the break as I listen in, just like you. 406-294-0970 is the number uh, for you. But back to the uh, the object that was uh, shot down over Lake Huron, over the Great Lakes uh, near Michigan over the weekend, was the same object that, uh, that apparently they had spotted on radar Near Haver, Montana, that's what led to the shutdown of, of airspace over Haver, Montana, briefly on Saturday night uh, for military activities. Uh, that was the news that was confirmed by Montana Governor Greg Gianforte Sunday afternoon. Uh, Nancy in Roundup uh, sent us uh, her thoughts here this morning. Uh, she says, I was just on Hugh Hewitt's show. Hugh Hewitt has a, a great radio show. In fact, uh, in the 5 o'clock hour on KJJR radio uh, in Kalispell they they play Hugh Hewitt's show uh what what do some of you think would you like to hear Hugh Hewitt in the five o'clock hour uh, uh on on your local radio station or or do you like having uh, programs like uh, like Ground Zero a little more wackier uh, wilder news uh so anyway I'd be interested in your take on that not that I'm the decision maker there but I can forward it on to the, the folks who are but anyway uh, Nancy said this uh she was on Hugh Hewitt's program 
And, of course, Hugh, meant, Hugh Hewitt mentioned the balloon over Logan Airport in Billings. She says, I cannot believe that some people are stupid enough to think that these are space aliens. Uh, she says, the one shot down over Lake Huron is close to where my family lives. Gordon Chang is right. China is preparing for war against the United States. What the hell is wrong with some Americans? Now, of course, part of the reason why people are speculating that it could be space aliens is because uh, the NORAD commander, uh, Commander uh, General uh, Glenn Van Herc, uh, apparently was uh, talking with some uh, with some press folks, Christina Wong. With uh, she's the national security sp- correspondent for Breitbart News. A DOD says after the spy balloon incident, they enhanced their radars, which may explain picking up more things. And 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 the commander of Van Herc said this: what we're seeing is very very small objects now. Uh, plus, there's a heightened alert to look for this information. Uh, Van Herc had added. I'm not going to categorize them as balloons. Clearly, they're able to stay aloft, but he says that we can't yet attribute these to any country in particular. Uh, whether it's a hostile actor or intent, he is authorized to neutral. But if it's not, he has to have a broader discussion before shooting it down. Uh, anyway, he, he was actually asked a question, and Christina Wong details this on Twitter. Have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And his response was, I haven't ruled out anything. So uh, so that's where there's people, ah, he didn't rule out aliens. It must be aliens. Probably more likely the communist Chinese at this point. But uh, anyway, I, so to Nancy's point, though, Nancy says uh, Gordon Chang, she says Gordon Chang is right. China is preparing for war against the United States. I, here's another theory that comes from the Disney family in Libby, Montana. They throw out this question. Do you suppose all these suspicious balloons, etc., are just a fake distraction by the Chinese as they prepare to attack Taiwan? Now, I think that is a I think that's a very interesting theory that you know, think about it. What what have we what has this uh, Biden administration done? They've weakened our defenses. They've thrown our southern border wide open to fentanyl, the drug epidemic, so much more. Uh, the criminals that have flown in, the the those on the terror watch list that have flown that have come in across our southern border. So they've they've weakened our defenses across. They kicked thousands of troops to the curb. They pissed off a whole bunch of others that are saying, "That's it. We're out of here. We're done. We're retiring. We're getting the heck out. We're not re-upping." Uh, and they've depleted our our you know stockpile of our munitions and the the weaponry that would be needed if we were going to be in war ourselves. But I I think there's something to what what the Disney family asked here that that China may be looking to make a move on Taiwan and this is their way of saying hey don't even bother messing with us you can't even defend your own skies you can't even defend your own borders don't worry about Taiwan I think that's exactly what they're doing.